I think that movie is what made me realize that like what parody was because I was like, what? This is not a real movie. Well, it it was based off of a Saturday Night Live character that she played. Yeah, Molly Shannon, and then uh, we're live by the way, so we're talking about Superstar, the Molly Shannon vehicle with uh, back when SNL was a fairly funny, and oh, and my, I thought I muted this shit, but Molly back when uh. SNL was A, still fairly funny, and B, was doing movies about their yeah. sketches. You know, you had uh, Coneheads. Coneheads, but Coneheads was way before Superstar. It was still when Saturday Night Live was good, though, so it still falls in. Yeah. It's still in the 90s, though. It's you know, it's a. Uh, we had Superstar, yeah, or Molly Shannon, where she's like, I put my hands under my armpits. And I smell them like this. When she's nervous. You know? And then uh, she's like making out with the tree. Mm-hmm. And I forgot. I mean, and you've the done... soft pine pole. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that one. Do you, <laughs> you watch, when did you watch it, Jake? How Superstar? Yeah. Ooh, probably around 2007 or eight. On Comedy Central. Okay. Yeah. I don't know exactly how much of that they cut out from the. Might have to turn up your microphone there, Charlie. We got to figure this out. No, I just need to speak louder. Yeah. It's a problem that I have. Oh, who's 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 saying it? I mean, she is. I I just I can tell. Yell or I don't speak loud enough. I only have two volumes. Yeah. Yell at us, Charlie. Please do it for the views. Yeah. Just scream, be angry. Uh, Tell me how pathetic my dick is. No. Whoa. (laughs) I'm just kidding. You already know I'm interested in doing that. (laughs) Well, first off, it's a joke because we're coworkers. And second off, it's a joke because everybody knows my dick, not pathetic. So... It does. It does have a weird hump on the right side, but you know. They make they make shots for that, you know. Do what? They make shots for that. No, it's not like a lump, but it's like, uh, the left side. If you're if I'm looking down at it whilst erect. Like the left side, pretty, pretty perpendicular to the body, the right side kind of has a little like it it comes out. Like curves in. Oh, right? so we see your hand on your hand favorites on that one. Could be, yeah. I mean, I guess it contours that side contours to my right palm. Huh. It's almost like a pistol grip. TMI. I, just, I, know. I you got to register that with the ATF. One time, and I got I to. really into like <laughs> dick pics, and I was like, this is fucking. Yeah, but you've talked about this with us before. Is yeah. straight men don't take good dick pics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's only the gays. I didn't know this until I saw the grinder, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" But also, these guys are like perfect, perfect condition. Like oh yeah, I'm body. sure they're probably like like models, right? But the guy that was receiving the pictures was not. But was he like? Imagine a, a guy like me posing like that, just hanging dong. 
belly slumped over. Somebody's into it, ma'am. <laughs> but, I mean, just... The... <laughs> I mean, I get it, because I've said... It would be so much better than, than, like, the... You've seen, like, that naked rat. Yeah, that shaved that, rat. It's like, like when guys send like. dick pics. That is exactly what it's like. So it's like, even that, Jacob, like, just, like, doing, like, the naked man from, what is it, How I Met Your Mother or whatever. Oh, I don't uh, do dick pics like that. Or, They're an art form for me. Or is it Friends, the naked guy? Like, you do, like, the Captain Morgan stance. Oh, yeah. Naked. Well, oh, I feel like you got to be, like, if, you're going, if you're going, like, knee, you confidence in knee that up. Too. If you're like, going knee up, you got to have, like, you got to have a decent dick to go knee up like that. If you're going knee up, do you do hard or soft? Why would you send a dog a soft dick? Well, what if you fluff it a little bit? Why would you ever take a picture of your soft wiener? But what if it's like fluffed up a bit? Sent to a woman. I can understand sending it to your guy friend for I don't know shits and giggles. No, if you send if you're sending a picture of your dick to your guy friends, it's you doing something really weird with your dick. Yeah, most dick pics I've gotten from male friends involved a gun directly on it or the head in the barrel of a gun. So, I had a friend send me. A picture. I have not spoken to this person in a very long time. Not because of this picture, but it was part of it. Um, he had gone bass fishing. <laughs> and he wanted to show off the bass he had caught. And I will just leave it at that. Let's just say it technically wasn't a dick pic because you couldn't actually see his dick. He put his dick in the fish yeah say it. okay yeah he did that yeah say it was it. it was him like looking all proud with like was I don't the fish know, hanging off like his a, dick like it was like his fit like his dick was the fish he fucked the fish <laughs> which i will say props to being able like... to for having an erection so solid that you can have a fish condom on it and still keep it like pretty 90 degrees from your body no womb. That's just your story that involved the sunfish. Who God? Who knows what the fuck that dude's done? Like, <laughs> are there any more fish fuckers in the chat? Womb Raider, I love you, man. But like, listen here, fish fucker. Eventually, like, if I ever need advice on how to get onto the dark web, like, I'll hit you up, right? Like, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Given the funds, and an hour and a half maybe not even that he could purchase a human being somewhere on the internet i feel like he probably just has to make a few friends he does probably doesn't need to be on the internet you'd probably be surprised at like how easy she is it probably is but i don't want that shit in my search history i'm pretty sure that even shows up on incognito mode you know you gotta be using an express vpn and like get creative with where you're putting the vpn yeah, like what you gotta do is get blackout curtains. Libya. Your hoodie on and do some hacker shit. Yeah, hacker. Like hacker means like you no, you gotta have a cool name. Like, uh, what was the dude from uh, the movie <laughs> Hackers? I'm not repeating that on air. I don't think I've seen the movie Hackers actually. With Angelina Jolie and her first husband. Yeah. And Angelina uh, Jolie and uh, Billy Bob Thornton, right? No, it's no. uh the dude. You know him. He's like like train spotting, and God, what's his name? Dracula two thousand. Dracula. 
Well, she wasn't in I've Dracula I've never seen Trainspotting or Dracula 2000. Dracula 2000. That's on our list to watch, by the way. <laughs> Sorry for that. Gerard Butler? Yeah, it was like one of Gerard Butler's first roles. It came out in 2000. Ooh. Yeah, it was like one of his first roles. Um, Johnny Lee Miller. I, I have to see his face. Let me look this up. Let's see. He's a cute guy. Yeah, oh, he was in Dracula 2000. I totally forgot about it. He's like the main guy in Dracula 2000, right? Holy shit, I spelled his name wrong. Yeah, I mean, he was a he was a big part. He wasn't the lead, but he was a... He was like, Van, he was like Van Helsing's assistant, right? Okay. Yeah, they were married. They met on the scene of Hacker, on, on the set of Hackers in 1995. They were married, briefly. But you see Angelina Jolie's boobs in it briefly if you pause at the right time and if you're a 12 year old kid watching that movie you figure out when to pause it so or but like a 10 year old but they had like they had like really dumb names like they all they, they all had like like these stupid fucking like hacker names i'm trying to figure out like echo no they're even dumber than that like that's why i'm even taking the time to look it up Oh, just because you don't want to, like, give it any more justice than it needs? Is it, like, Starfire Child? No, it was, like, Zero Cool, and... I see. Wait, no, that's, uh, that's Top Gun, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) She's, like, Maverick. Whoops. Hacker names from the movie Hackers, okay. So, Johnny Lee Miller's character, his hacker name was Crash Override and Zero Cool. Okay, what the fuck? Angelina Jolie's uh, hacker name in that movie was Acid Burn. Was this happening during a writer's strike? Is that what this was? Was No, it was 1995. This shit was cool then. Yeah, this is 1990. Oh, another person. Who? And I got a hot take. The 90s were fucking cringy. The 90s were awesome, dude. <laughs> I can't fucking take you seriously with that fucking yard-long cigarette in your mouth. Oh, man. no. Wait until you find out what kind of cigarette it is. It's a fucking lucky strike. I know that. I've already seen it. I don't really even know like the significance of that. To be These are them dying on a battlefield in Europe. Yeah. Cigarettes. Huh? Yeah, these are like you're one of the ones the Germans shot on D-Day, and your last dying wish is for a smoke. Oh my god! It's the cigarette that was in the military rations at one point. Yeah, that sounds awful. This yeah. is America's cigarette, goddammit. Back to uh, hackers. Another actor in that who I think is one of the most underrated actors ever, Matthew Lillard. Oh my god! Okay. Matt Lillard is a fucking gem of a man. But his his uh, hacker name was Serial Killer. There's another guy, Lord Nikon. Uh, Another dude, Phantom Freak. Freak spell with a PH. Please tell me it ends. It's it's P-H-X-X, right? No, it's Phantom, as you would spell it. Uh, Freak, P-H-R-E-A-K. (laughs) 
but it's a great movie. You should definitely watch it. I just because it ages cringe. so poorly. Because like in '95, people thought this is what hacking was. Like they're like, we're in, we're in their server, and it's just like a camera going through like some weird Tron city, looking for files <laughs> and shit. Like, shut the fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it. 95 like this is what hacking was and they're using laptops that are like the size of my desk you know and they're having to like those ones that are like five inches fucking thick oh yeah they're huge like the military laptops but it's just like half of it that's five inches thick the screen is another five inches thick it looks like a full-on fucking briefcase and like the premise is uh johnny lee miller's character uh when he was like 11 like crashed like all of Europe's banking system from a like by hacking it but through like a touch tone phone and now he's like we're trying to reassimilate and like he like was banned from like touching a computer and now he's in high school and uh somehow the cool kids that are wearing like motorcycle jackets and go by the name acid burn are the cool kids in his high school you know Acid burn probably smells like ass. I mean, like yeah, I mean it, was, it was like a 19-year-old uh, Angelina Jolie, so who knows what she smelled like. Probably did smell like ass. You'd still Jolie, deal with Angelina it, though, because she was hot even back then. Acid incest. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. Allegedly. No, this was before. This was before she was making out with her brother. With her brother on the red carpet. This I'd say that's pretty fucking incestual. <laughs> It was in front of it. They, she won an award and then made out with him on stage again. Like, damn near tongue-kissed her brother in front of the fucking world. Well, okay. they, didn't realize, they didn't realize their love for each other until she got stuck in the washing machine right before going out to the red carpet, you know? Ugh, yeah, something happened. And it's gross because they look exactly like each other. Ugh. Who's her mom, by the way? I know who her dad is. She died young. I don't know if she was an actress or not. Her dad's uh, John Voight. Yeah. What? You didn't know that? No. Yeah, her dad's yeah. John Voight. Okay. Yeah, who I've... John Voight has spoken to me before in person, so, I mean, we're kind of besties. He asked me who... I was in the Where Indianapolis... Uh, the Indianapolis airport. Like when I was like a senior in high school, um, I because my like my I have family like north of Indianapolis, and at the time I was uh, thinking about going. I and I got it sounds like I understand it sounds super dumb, but it's actually a big thing. Like John Deere has like a diesel tech school, and it's kind of hard to get into because if you get into it and make it through, like you get paid a lot of money. Um, but I got like accepted into that, and I had to go interview in a place like in Indianapolis. It was really close to my grandparents' house. So I flew up. It was like my senior year of high school. And uh, it was Memorial Day weekend, which is when the Indy 500 is. And I was flying out that Sunday, like during the Indy 500. And I was listening to like my iPod. Like there wasn't an iPhone yet. It was an iPod. And it was still the one with the fucking wheel on it and shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm like just sitting there listening to music. And I guess this old man thought I was listening to like a fucking radio or something. Cause he comes up to me and he's like, Oh, excuse me, uh, young man. Who's, who's winning the race. And I look up and I was like, 
oh, this guy looks familiar. But I was like, oh, no, like it's, it's just music. I'm not listening to like the race. He was like, oh, okay. And just walks off. I was like, man, that guy looked really familiar. And then like next thing I know, like eight people come running up to me. Like, what do you say? What do you say to you? And I was like, that guy? They're like, yeah, yeah. What do you say to you? And I was like, he asked me who was winning the Indy 500. And he's like, man, I was like, I was like, do you want to like, would you be interested in like doing a sound clip about your interaction with John Voigt? And I was like, uh, my personality is way different. Not way different, but like this kind of stuff wasn't a thing then. If it happened to me now and some like local Indianapolis radio station was like, what was your interaction like with John Voigt? Then I said like, oh, um, not really. He just asked me like who was winning the race. And I told him I just listened to music. Now I'd be like, let me tell you what John Voigt said to me. And I'd just go off on some tangent about like, I'm, who fucking knows? Get me into your studio and I'll tell you exactly what he said. He said, Nooner Nation Podcast is the greatest podcast on earth, and I've heard you have the biggest penis. No. no. <laughs> All John, podcasting. If I saw John Voigt in an airport now, he'd probably be in a wheelchair, because that dude's got to be fucking 80, right? I wonder if he's wheelchair-bound. He looked old as shit then, and that was almost 20 years ago. So. I don't know. He's one of those people that's been old my whole life. So. Speaking of old your whole life, Fucking, what do you guys think about Bob Barker? Always been been old. Always been old. He's always been 80 years old to me. But, RIP. Because literally, the meme is correct. Sick days is fucking Price is Right. Like, you're just waiting for Price is Right to come on. I didn't grow up with cable. It wasn't on cable. It's on network. Huh? It's on it was network. On local network. It was like CBS. I didn't have any of that shit, man. We lived in the country, and they were like, "We don't have that for you." Like, mm, I think your but parents had an issue with Bob Barker. Well, we had didn't like the spay and neuter message. It was super fuzzy, so like I I could watch Saturday morning cartoons on the local channel. Uh, it was just really fuzzy, and I was like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> so watched movies. Man, we'll have to go back and rewatch The Price is Right. There's got to be like a top 10 best episodes of Price is Right to watch. I know Aaron Paul was on it one time from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Your favorite lady was on it, Nina Fisher. Ugh. Ugh. She's not my favorite lady. <laughs> Actually, I have, I have no quorums with Jenna Fisher as a person. Yeah. I just hate fucking Pam from The Office. We've been down this road. Hilarious. Don't get me started on Pam from The Office. No, but she was fucking hilarious in uh, Blades of Glory. Oh, she was fucking great in Blades of Glory. That one and, uh, what's it called? Walk Hard. Oh, yeah. Mm. Apparently, her. I don't know what movie it is, but it was before she ever did, it was like her first acting role. Because I saw it on TikTok, and I never tell you what fucking movie it is on TikTok. But, like, I forgot. It's, like, some, like, kind of fairly big actor. And I can't remember because I saw this, like, a couple weeks ago. But, like, I guess, like, she was playing a hooker. And, like, he was, like. I I, I think I saw that, too. And, like, she spent the night, like, in his hotel room. He's, like, getting ready to leave. And she's, like, oh, do you want me to suck your cock for you before you go to work? And I was, like, where is this Pam from the office? 
You know? That Pam is why Jim was really wanting Pam, right? No, Pam's a fucking terrible person. Pam would she never is, say. But I bet you she says that in private. No, nope, she does not. Pam is all about what Pam wants. You know, that's why she manipulates everybody in that office. She cheats on her fiance. She probably cheats on her future husband with the Mike Boom guy. I hate Pam. I fucking hate Pam so much. She's the worst. She's a complete failure. (laughs) Her Her husband starts a successful sports management company, but he can't do it because she's too fucking terrified to leave her dipshit town in Scranton. No, she finally, I mean, like, Jim probably gave her a rap on the fucking beak, you know. Finally put his goddamn dumb, goofy foot down. He's like, I didn't kill all those Somalians in 13 hours to not go do what I love to do, bitch, you know. Is that why he wasn't on the show as much? Uh, probably. He, he buffed out and, you know, did some movies. Now he's a director. So, the quiet hey, is the quiet place was good. I've only seen clips of the quiet place too, so I don't know. I should probably watch them. You know, being a film student and all. Oh yeah, I tell my uh, my eight year old who will never shut the fuck up. I was like, if we were on the quiet place right now, you would die immediately. Cause like, dude, be quiet. Okay. Okay. Hey, Dad, can I have a snack? Like, God fucking damn it. Like, ugh. Wild. Fucking wild. It's also wild how we get on tangents on this show because uh, I actually had like a topic to discuss. And we've yeah, been, the love game. The what love are we doing game. with that? Speaking of game shows. Um, well, we kind of like were talking last week about, well, uh, like when we say we, I mean, the three, the, the thricks of us about relationship shit. So I was like, you know what? Let's have a, a show where we talk about that because it should be wild out there. From what I understand, I kind of wanted to learn more about how, to me, it sounds fucking awful to be in your 20s and dating. Yeah. It is. In your 20s. I'm sure it's probably it can't be any better we in your thirties. So. Wait. Yeah, Charlie's in her twenties. I'm still in my Charlie's a year older than me. You guys didn't know this? I thought you were in your twenties. No, wait, you're I won't say your age. I think I know what your age is. Yeah, no, Charlie's twenty six. Uh-huh. Like just like Ross is thirty three. <laughs> he was born in ninety six, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever but yeah graduated like college in 96 <laughs> like i've been i um admittedly got married very young um and i'm probably in some sort of statistic for marriages for people to get married when they're young i got married when i was 25 but i also You're probably in the like top one percentile of getting married young and still being together at the age you are. Well, I don't know about being together, 
But if you were to poll people that were like happily together, like I'd probably be up there, you know, because part of it is like, I mean, divorce though seems easy is a pretty big deterrent when you get in fights about things, you know, like obviously like again, I met my wife when I was 19, uh, no, 20, whatever, but <clears throat> we were together for a long time. Uh, we lived together for four and a half of the five years that we were together before we got married. So living together is like one thing, like it, or to me it's probably the biggest thing, but yeah, like it just, we've, we've learned how to deal with shit. And when you get in arguments, I think people are very, especially like people that got married young or people that are young and married, like divorce is just like, Oh, we'll just get divorced. And it's not really that easy. So it is kind of a deterrent to a point, unless I guess you have enough money where it doesn't fucking matter. But or if you have nothing. Digress. Yeah, if you're really poor or really rich, divorce well, is pretty, pretty easy. easy. Um, but if you're like, you know, middle class average people, it's a pain in the fucking dick. Um, but obviously I'm kinda glad it is because Obviously not divorced and glad I'm not, but you know, we fight, but anyways, like from your guys' perspective, I mean, you're, as far as I know, you're both single. Um, Mm -hmm. I am. I don't know about Charlie, but I don't know if you're single and or ready to mingle or just single. Um, DMs are open ladies. Charlie. You care to uh, Charlie's just like please elaborate on the status of your DM box <laughs> closed? It's dry and I like this. Don't introduce anything. How respectful, and if you're not, I block you. That goes, or I shame you. Oh, not don't! Oh, nope. You just opened up the door to that. Now you're gonna have to do dick shaming for free through your Instagram. No, no, no. Because it's usually, oh, hey, I saw your wife and children in your photo. What the fuck are you doing, talking to me and telling me how beautiful I am? How about you tell your fucking family how beautiful they are? Ugh, does that happen a lot? It's happened a couple of times with people in the drinking booze community, Yeesh. and within people that I like went to school with and shit. Trying to hit me up, and I'm like, "Oh, your family's beautiful. What the fuck are you doing, asshole?" So, yeah. yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, that's what I really don't mind. Um, but one thing I I don't like about dudes, especially with meeting initially over the phone and not in person, guys get way too into the you know physical aspect oh my gosh you're so hot you're so sexy and it's just kind of like thanks for making me feel cheap and then it's like oh you want to go skydiving like let's do this let's go that you want to go on a fucking trip together and it's kind of like what the fuck like let's calm the fuck down here you're a fucking stranger i'm a fucking stranger to you i'm nice to you i'm polite to you I'm funny. I'm nice. I'm not gonna be a fucking asshole. All you know, right off the gate. 
and uh, sometimes that just makes guys real excited and it I've had that happen to me like literally one dude was like you want to go skydiving with me and I'm like Fuck. Uh, uh, trying yeah. to go a little too quick, a little too quick into things. Way too forward. Would you Way go? Would you go skydiving like with a serious boyfriend? Yeah, it's not like the skydiving is the, the issue. It's just kind of like I met you in a bar a few nights ago and gave me my phone number drunkenly. I don't even remember your fucking face. Uh, so like. Yeah, skydiving's a bit aggressive for like a first date thing. I mean, it's just wild. What would be a good first date for you then? I like to do restaurants, like a, a fucking date, pho place. <laughs> just a fucking yeah, a, f- a faux place, pho place. Yeah. Meal. It doesn't have. I mean, food. hey, asking to pho on the first date, you know, pretty aggressive. What? Asking to pho on the first date. Oh gosh. Well. Ah. Do- uh, uh, like, yeah, don't do a movie. I don't understand. Like, oh, dinner. Yeah. Like I will say that. But, like, when I was growing up, like, you always, like, went out. Like, let's go see a movie. Because also, oh, like, again, I was dating as a teenager. And it was like, that's the only thing I could fucking do. Let's go see a yeah. movie by myself. Or go to, like, a high school football game. You know, but if you go to a football game, all your people are there. And they don't leave you the fuck alone about it. So, okay, let's go to a movie. Look at your but yeah, I, I totally get movies as a adult is like an awful first date because you actually don't get to know each other. No, you're not, not at all. <laughs> and if she's just like, like a third date, if like she just randomly yeah. starts giving you like a hand job in the movie theater on your first date in a movie, like dope, dope, but maybe like i don't know if that's a red flag maybe like an orange flag yellow flag. oh it's totally a red flag but it's one that i'm gonna run out like it's a fucking carnival ride all right <laughs> you ever gotten a hand job in a movie theater i plead the fifth yeah i have next <laughs> i have and i wasn't thinking about the cleanup afterwards it just kind of happened you know especially when you're like wearing black skinny jeans and you're well, that wasn't in style when I got this, but it was no more of like uh, trying to clean myself up with like used popcorn napkins, you know? Mix of cum and butter. So I had just like hydrogenated oil all over my dick. Which probably, because that hydrogenated oil in movie theaters is scented and flavored like popcorn butter. So I was, you know, maybe yeah, I should have gotten a blowjob. I was about to say, maybe I should have done that first <laughs> and gotten a blowjob in a movie theater, which I have not had done. I've approached my wife a couple times about that because now, like, the movie theater next to our house, like, down the road from our house, is, like, one of those swanky ones that has, like, reclining chairs and so you're shit. Just like, huh? No, 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 listen huh? to this. Instead <laughs> of having, like, like, you know movie theaters, you always walk in. And there's always, like, those three, they got to, like, step down. Like, the, there's, like, three front rows. We got to, like, step down into them. Instead of having the three front rows now, down there is literally, like, and you have to pay extra for them, which I find weird. But they're, like, cabanas. There's, like, covered day bed things, you know? Yeah, what? And I'm, like, yeah. the first time I saw that, I was, like, 
do you know how much cum is all over this thing? There's only one reason why you're getting one of those. Not to watch the movie, because the view sucks from down there. You know, you're watching it on like a four trillion inch IMAX. You don't want to be six inches from the screen. You're down there to get a goddamn hand job. Or maybe try to sneak it in, uh, you know, spoon style. But Yeah, I've seen those uh, theaters that have beds in them now, and I'm like, that's fucking gross. God, we're so dirty, we'll probably never have that here in Albuquerque. Oh, no. The first time we went into that movie theater, my kids were like, oh, those are so awesome. We should get one of those next time. I was like, never, ever rent one of those until you're old enough to understand why they're there. They're for dirty people, son. I mean, I'm not ignorant. I've stayed in plenty of motels in my life. I know, like, you just don't think about it, right? But for some reason, a movie theater is like, ah, I know exactly what. This is out of place, you know, for a movie theater. Like, I mean, yeah, it's pretty like. There's so many, like, teenagers. Maybe, well, now, maybe that first date, rent one of those if you're, like, in high school or something, you know? I mean, is it far enough away, too, that you could probably get away with even talking during that, like, in it? Cause it you probably could. You could, like, you could whisper talk, you know? You couldn't yeah, be no, like, hey. I could see it being worth it with that one, like, taking someone on a date. Isn't Avatar 2 so awesome? Yeah. Yeah. I, I watched Avatar it over the... Avatar 2 is really good because of our friend. Yeah. I, uh, I watched it over the weekend. Beautifully shot. Yeah, the camera work on that one. It's two hours too long. I won't say that. Days. I'll say it's an hour and a half too long because there is a solid 30 minutes of, like, decent exposition and then just two hours of, like, setting up why they're in the ocean now. You know? It's like, come on. Like, let's go, guys. Like your world was destroyed and you had to move. No. No, they had to run away. They're getting hunted down. Um, Thanks, Jake Sully. Asshole. Yeah, Jake Sully. Dickhead. Ruined everything. Dick. But what about like, um, like, so this was also not a thing when I was dating. Like, is it all apps now? Like, or do you ever just like go out and try to meet people anymore? I mean, so this actually happened last night for me. So I was out at a concert and I actually had a few people approach me who had known me from Instagram and were like, hey, Maybe DM me. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, all right, all right. I get, I get what you're putting down. So like, it's people I had gone, like I had been friendly with in the past, though. So it's not like new people. Yeah, but, but it's gotta be a good. I, I feeling, see people though. like interacting in my classes. I'm like, oh, those two could probably end up together, like stuff like huh. that. Mm-hmm. What about you, Charlie? I don't get approached when I go places. You've seen this. Charlie, it's because you walk into like rooms and you just. Bugger, you know. My bad. <laughs> Do what? You just walk into rooms and you're just. No. Maybe I don't know. I find you very approachable, but maybe it's because I've I've known you. I or I, I guess I knew you so long before I met you in person. I was like, oh, it's just Charlie. Mm-hmm. You know. That, that's basically what it was when I met. Hey. But, yeah, that's just the way it rolls. But the only people who approach me are assholes. And if 
I'm attracted to them. They're the worst fucking person ever. Oh, uh, you're into the toxic dudes, huh? <laughs> like, what's your, like, physically, I mean, what's your go-to? They're toxic. They just don't necessarily like me that much. That's what I'm People that don't like you that much? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fair. I tell my wife all the time that I'm pretty sure she doesn't really like me all that much, but... <laughs> Um, Somehow it works. Somehow it works. I honestly think it's just a game she plays so that we have like angry sex more often. But hey, hey, whatever. I don't complain. It works. It works. I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it until I turn out. It's like, oh, you, oh, you were actually like fighting with me. Oh, okay. Like, let me whoop backtrack some of this shit I said about you being like a dirty (laughs) slut and shit. I thought we were playing. I thought we were role playing here, um, you know. But the, like, have have you guys done like Tinder or? Yeah. Like what? What other than Tinder? What is there? I know like there's Bumble, but the only person I've ever known that has been on like personally known that's done Bumble, like was when it first started, and it was supposed to kind of be this app of like, I just moved to the city. Let me meet like-minded people. It wasn't like a dating app. Or a hookup yeah. app, but now I, I kind of get the feeling it's a hookup app, as they all eventually turn into. I think Bumble is a little bit closer to um, like keeping circle just friends, mm-hmm. um, or keeping network instead of like networking and then everything. So because I, I signed up for it, the problem is I like that the woman kind of be the first to initiate conversation as opposed to the dating thing. A guy just kind of sees you. Right. Like that. Isn't Tinder uh, that way though? No, Tinder you can message. Uh, Tinder they actually prefer if you message them first because. Oh, I don't know. I I downloaded Tinder once just because. I can't remember why, but it wasn't like be on Tinder. It was like I was looking for something, like as like a joke, and I was like, I don't even know how this shit works. Like. Not really catfish, but it was just like you used old pictures, dick. Oh yeah, was he like four hundred pounds? Not that big, but bigger. And it's just kind of like mm, you need to update your photos, honey. Like, uh. you know, come on now. <laughs> um, but that same guy straight up just said to my face, like, "You're too good to be on Tinder," and I was like, "You know what? You don't have to tell me twice." He said you're too good to be on Tinder? I mean, that's a... I mean, lazy line, but it's solid. I guess. Yeah. You know? I'm sure you get... Like, what is... And I'm just asking you because nobody, as far as I know, women don't really throw lines out at guys. Again, I've been out the game for like... I've had it. 15 years so i still enjoy a good pickup line of my wife just to see how she reacts it's typically humorous um because i don't know if pickup lines actually even well no pickup lines work right but i can see like ones that are obviously over the top in a funny way right like if somebody comes up and says to you like some pickup line that is just so wildly out of the top, he's like, "Oh no, he's just being funny." 
Right. Like that would work more than some dude coming up to you and be like, Charlie, your eyes look like the stars over West Texas. You'd be like, what? I haven't had that either, but. Uh... <laughs> but it was like some ladies man shit. like, girl, was your, was your daddy a thief? Because he Laser... just told two hands and put them down the back of your shoes. No. What if Uncle Laser walked up and said, damn, girl, your eyes are like the West Texas skies. Bam, girl. He could, I think he could probably do it in a way, but that's what I'm talking about. He would do it in a way. That's why I said, Uncle Not Lazy like, I don't know if sarcastic's the word, but in a way, like, you know, he's doing it, like, ironically, I guess, maybe. I don't know what word I'm looking for here. I've had a couple drinks. But in a way, like, yeah. the girl knows, like, oh, you're doing this to be funny, to break the ice, right? Yeah. But has anybody ever, like, thrown you, like, a legit pickup line? They're being serious. Fucking bloom. What? <laughs> what this motherfucker say? He said, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever tell Charlie I was looking at her eyes. <laughs> Just walk up to Charlie. Damn, girl, you got nice eyes. Just go, boobs. Hey, I mean, I guess it works for him. He's got like 14 kids, so. See, I think it also has to do with the fact that he's 6'5 and shredded. Is he shredded? I've only ever seen his face, and he's got this huge fucking beard. Yes, Womb is shredded. Womb, are you shredded? Please confirm. Like, if it's you're like sh- talking to a Ouija board, please confirm if you're shredded. If you're shredded, I want pictures of this, by the way. Without your You're gonna get a picture of his dick. God damn fine. Keep your dick in it. Like just know if you send me a picture of your dick in it, I'm putting it up on the Instagram stories and I'll do the most embarrassing graphic to cover your dick. Like a shrimp or something. I or, you were, or Hillary Clinton's face. Dad bought all day. Is that a thing? I heard, like, I hear no. ladies talking all the time about how they're in the dad bods. She's and, in the dad bods until she calls you a fat fuck when you're fighting. I feel like it'd be dad bods. Like, is. I can't imagine, like, to me, I can't imagine, especially, like, this whole, like, well. Like, my personality is awesome. Like, yeah, I'm sure it is. But if you look like shit, like, people aren't going to approach you. Again, this comes from me being somebody. I wasn't around during apps, right? Like, you had to to go, like, meet people out in public. So if you looked like shit or just, like, were unapproachable or anything, like, it doesn't matter what your personality is. It's like, oh, no, like, I'm not going to go talk to that fucking chick. She's wearing, like, a a car tarp as a dress and is, like, housing down fucking mozzarella sticks without even chewing. Like, I don't know. Even though... Hey, I, hey, hey. Hey, now she's hot. There's a girl in corner down in mozzarella Once again, sticks without chewing. Once again, this is chewing. where looks come in, right? Like, if I, you know, fast forward, rewind 15 years, and I look over, and I'm in, like, fucking Fazoli's, and my wife's fucking just literally swallowing mozzarella sticks, I'd be like, Yo. Yo, hey girl. This would be me. It's like, hey girl, I got a motorcycle and a full time job. What are you doing tonight? You buy your ex you know? basket of mozzarella sticks. 
no i actually i actually funny funny enough is i met my wife through her best friend which was kind of weird then we've grown past that but well we we knew of each other in high school like because i went to i mean it wasn't a huge high school but it wasn't small either i think it was like a thousand kids or something but she was a grade below me um but again i've told stories me like i was in high school and had a fucking grill you know like i was kind of a i was kind of a boisterous loud person and she took that as me being an asshole, <laughs> um, which I tell you, I've told her this day. I was like, I wasn't an asshole. I was friends with fucking everybody. I was just loud. Like I was loud, and I don't know if it's like I don't know if I was cocky. I wasn't a cocky person. I was just confident and just like how fucking weird I was. So I was just like roll with it, you know. I mean, usually that like in high school though is perceived as asshole. Right. Like I was loud. I'd be loud. You know. I'd be loud with my weirdness. I used to have this fucking T-shirt I'd wear every Wednesday that had, like, I can I can find a picture of it, like, an actual, like, an actual photo. I had this fucking T-shirt that had, like, uh, like a crudely animated Flavor Flav driving a Cadillac, and it just said Pimp Mobile. Yeah, no. But I wear, like, school. every Wednesday in my senior year with my polka shell necklace and shit and my grill, my fucking grill. And my my LED banner uh, belt buckle that typically says something like uh, "Place forehead here" or something, you know. Oh my god! I'm telling and I you. I think you told those that sto- you told a little bit of that story back when I had my own podcast. You, you I think I've told it on. That. I've told like I've told it to you guys about my grill and shit. It said number one stunner on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, in high school for me. But that was that. I'm telling you, in 2005, that was the mating call. Yeah. The more you could look and act like Nelly, the better. That's super Without the Band-Aid? Without that Band-Aid, which I talk shit to him about his face, which I've also talked about on this show. So. Callbacks, baby. Callbacks. But, yeah. Do what? The spinner belt buckles. The what? Belt oh, I didn't have a spinner belt buckle. That's no. some Spencer shit, Charlie. No, yeah, my that was 2005 shit though. That was that was mall kiosk shit. I had, had a belt buckle that said fuck. I had a I had a big belt buckle that was like the mud flap chick. Oh gosh. Yeah. That, was she chunky? No, no. You ever, you ever seen the mud flap girl? Yeah, no, I have. But I was like, like, like kind of on all four kind of thing. No, no, it was like just literally the mud flap girl, but it was probably like, I don't know, like six by four. This is when belt buckles were big too, by the way. Uh, to the the mid early to mid two thousands was all about just exaggeration, and I love it. We should bring it back. I had a Roxy belt that it had a, the belt buckle because it was like the cloth and the little thing mm-hmm. the belt buckle was like that roxy symbol oh yeah when i sat down it stabbed me i used to wear three studded belts of course you did two of them off the side oh my gosh of course one to hold up my pants and then i had half and half pants that were half black and half checkered and i would coordinate my vans to yeah see that shit foot. hadn't started yet like you were like it seems like you were on the dying end of emo when I was in high school, like, emo was, like, evolving. 
Like it was like yeah. it was like coming out of the primordial right. ooze. There was like punk rock, right? And then all of a sudden, like you had punk rock. And Hawthorne Heights. No, but then all of a sudden, like Green Day comes out with American Idiot, and and emo becomes a thing, right? Yes. And you hit the fucking nail on the head there. And then next thing you know, everybody's wearing like black. They're they're wearing their girlfriend's black jeans, with mm-hmm. with studded belts where the buckle is like an old school car seat belt buckle. Oh my god, I had one of those. I had one too, but it didn't fit me, thank God. But no, so I had I had the the mud flap chick one. I had um, a massive, fucking redneck massive gold and silver one that said cowboy up i grew up in the south y'all like come on i was like i was a little bit of, i was you know a little hip-hop a little country a little bit of rock oh, and roll man. you know bill could have very easily become kid rock and i don't think anyone oh that. i very easily no not kid rock well maybe post malone <laughs> maybe post malone you know um, no there's a very fine line between like the country and like hip-hop oh that's what people People take like in the so I grew up like in Western North Carolina, and there was I experienced. I mean, obviously not personally, but like I was around obvious racism, but it was never around white and black people for the most part. There was definitely some of that in high school, but mainly like it was typically driven not so much out of like fundamentalism racist. Like if somebody said something racist to another person, is because they're just pissed in the moment, and that's the only thing I can think of to say. Which, uh, you know, saying the N-word in a fight in the locker room to somebody because you're mad at them is, like, not the greatest thing to do. But, no, like, it was pretty eclectic, I guess. Like, there wasn't – growing up in the South, like, I didn't see what people think of as racism in the South, I guess. Like, but it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, like – like. You know, they weren't like the National Guard wasn't escorting the black kids into class every day or anything. Um, but so I had that. I had the cowboy up belt buckle. And then, yeah, then I had this one that I bought at like a mall kiosk in Atlanta. And it was literally like I had to plug it into my computer and you can program what you wanted to say. And it was like an LED light board. And that's the one I brought to par whenever there was a party. I'd bring that out. And everybody's like, well, what's Bill's belt buckle going to say? And there's always something pretty humorous, but nothing that was going to get me laid. So, because for a very long time, I was more into humor than sex. Jeez. So, I wonder what made them not want to. Well, like- when your belt buckle says, you know place forehead here and you're wearing some obnoxious shirt with flavor flay that says pimp mobile you know but the puka shell necklace was on point okay the puka shell necklace was on point i wasn't an asshole i was just loud <laughs> again I, just, I wasn't an asshole i was nice to everybody were you saying like oh yeah his uh, belt buckle would say place your forehead here and he's loud i was a very loud person yeah very loud I've toned it down since you know but my mentality is still the same like I'm like life's too short have fun if I still had that belt buckle you best believe I would have been wearing that thing at that hard AF party you know 
And they're probably, honestly, at this point, it probably would have worked better than it did back then. But, you know. Yeah, no, because, like, now it's, like, ironically douchey, so it doesn't count. Oh, you know how many, like, insta-thoughts on 6th Street would have been, like, I want to get a selfie with my, like, face down by your dick with the belt buckle in it, you know? That would have been amazing on 6th Street. You probably would have been interviewed by Gary Faust. Probably. Probably. But yeah, so like... If you want to interview weird people, 6th Street on a Saturday night would be the place to go. There's a lot of those interviews that I've noticed. I'm like, oh, that's Austin. And then you see like Delco walking by in the background. <laughs> Delco's just like, God damn it, Gary. Um, either that or like Broadway and Nashville. But I want to do some stuff here in Albuquerque with stuff like that because I feel like I could get some pretty entertaining shit. Well, if you, if you feel comfortable getting close enough to the homeless, I guess. But yeah, like, so what is, for you guys, like, what is, or I guess for one question, I didn't even think about this, is like, are either of you, like, actively dating? I mean, I'm, I'm talking to people, and it's not really flourishing into anything, but. All right, so any, uh, any ladies out there listening, his DMs are open. Do him a solid. Send him, like, some pictures, you know? Jake's actually looking really good lately. You been working out? Yeah. You're looking thinner, dude. Like, thin face. I've also, for one, I've also been a fan of Shaved Jake. I'm realizing Shaved Jake gets approached at concerts, gets complimented on his mullet. Fucking. But even, like, your face looks thinner, your neck's looking thinner. You're looking like... You got some shoulders going up on you? Yeah, no, like my selfies lately, I've, I've been pretty confident lately. That's why I've been fucking insta-thotting it up. Starting an OnlyFans yet? Uh, I mean, if anyone wants to give me $3 a month, I won't do it through OnlyFans, but I'll send you a picture of my butthole. I kind of want to send people pictures of my butthole just to make sure my butthole's okay. <laughs> I think I might have, like, an ingrown hair or something. You know? Because I, I feel around down there, like, because every once in a while, like, it's a sharp pain. I should probably go see a medical professional about this, but, like, I'm just not going to. Um, but it's not a hemorrhoid. Is it, like, when you pee? No. No. It's just, like... So I am, this might be TMI, I am very uh, scrupulous about the cleanliness of my butthole. Not because a lot goes on back there, but I also don't want it to be a deterrent in case anybody wants to try, you know? In case Mrs. S, everyone like, gets up a wild hair, she's like, you know what, he's been licking my butthole long enough, let me try this kind of thing. You know, I'm, it's never happened. I'm curious. Sorry. You know, she's going to like bend you over one of these days and just spread your cheeks and do it from behind. Okay. I'm putting the, I'm willing that into the universe for you. Again, dude, I've been with this chick for 15 years. There's literally almost nothing we have not witnessed. I've seen, I will say on the opposite end of that, once you've seen a woman fire at a child, you're like, whatever, you know? 
I'll be like, I'll be like trying to go down, and she's like, oh, I'm sweaty. I was like, like I give a shit. Like I was there, like you, when you when you launched a baby out of your vagina. As long as you don't have the flu, I don't care. Yeah, even the flu. Safe sex. Just do it doggy style. So she coughs into the wall, right? Well, no, I just meant like because sometimes when you do, you like you know. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, Charlie, from the female end. But I've definitely been having sex with a chick when she coughs. Or I'll tighten. And I'll be like, cough more. Let's go. You know? <laughs> or sneeze. Or sneeze. No, the one time that I recall a sneeze, it tightened, like, in to out, so it just pushed me out. <laughs> and it actually didn't feel good. It kind of hurt. It must not that be that impressive as you say it is, then. But it coughs, like, more violent, so it all just kind of clumps in, you know? Oh, my gosh. A sneeze, like, starts from the core and works its way down. Wait, what, what did we challenge Womb to? <laughs> oh, him sending me uh, pictures of him being shredded. Well, he's saying don't <clears throat> challenge him, so. Three fingers in my pooper beer worth? I don't know, maybe. Again, I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's ever tried. Nice question. Nobody's ever tried. Which is not something I'm complaining about, but I just want to make sure, right? Like, always be ready, you know? I am curious about, you know, the the licky bum-bums. So I try to keep it clean, clean down there. Also, for one, too, just like during like blowjobs or 69 or something, like you don't want it smelling down there. You know? Yeah, keep, keep it clean. Like, you don't want a dirty butthole. That's just... Shave your balls, people. <laughs> Wash your ass. And Dude, I will oh. say today was brutal because, like, three days ago, I shaved my balls, but it's starting to grow back now. And I'm, like, sitting Ooh, at my so desk. You got that little round cactus? And it's like, yeah, it's like all day. I'm just like, why? Like, why are my balls and taint inching so bad? And I was like, oh, it's growing back. You know? I might get my taint lasered. Just get it all lasered. Just get everything from the waist down. I don't know if I want to get it all lasered. I'm starting to get, like, the older I get, I'm starting to get more and more into, like, I'm definitely into, like, the landing. Not full bush. Not full bush, for sure. Like, that's too much. For, like, for me and for the lady. But, like, a landing strip kind of thing, you know? Or, like, the, the power triangle. I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a different generation because, like, the only ones I've ever seen are completely hairless. Oh, I definitely, like, I've experienced more hairless ones than ones with hair. And I don't even know if I've ever personally seen a, nat like, a straight natural one. Because, for one... ALW said, wax those babies, Bill. No, we've we've explained this. You do not wax your balls. They come apart. It was explained to me by a lady in L.A. who would know these things. If you wax your balls, you risk the seam splitting open, and they have to sew it back up. Do not wax your balls. But I've been, I've been shaving my balls for I'm 35, so 20 years. I've figured out how to do it. It's just the grow back sucks, you know? Mm. Furry, get over it. I'm furry, get over 
Yeah, I mean, some <laughs> ladies like that, you know. I'm. I don't. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a shorn dude. I don't go full shorn. I definitely keep a landing strip, mainly because. Like the first night of being full shorn for me, like it looks great, you know, but then like the next day, like if you're having sex or like she's on top and grinding on that like little bit of stubble, dude, it's bad. It's it's rough. I mean, I so I keep a little that, landing like... pad. Maybe that's why they call it that. Like I keep it a landing pad. Like there's a little buffer of pubic hair to grind on. So it's like, you know, but I also trim it. I trim it at like a two, you know. We went from being relationship talk to how I groom my dick. This fell off quick. No, I love it. This is how this show should be, right? Like, I mean, Jake, do you, do you go full shave, Jake? Um, when I do shave, Jake, I don't. I'm luckily enough. I have just enough Native American in me that my beard doesn't grow in pop properly, and I don't really grow body hair, except for my legs and my ass and my, my balls. Uh, ass hair is a tough one, though. Yeah, no, it looks like I'm wearing pants if I don't keep it under control. Like you grow it like on your actual ass cheeks. Yeah, no, like one of my exes when we first moved in together, she thought it'd be funny to like shave my ass. Okay. <laughs> like my ass cheeks. And so like there was just these two little round circles shaved into the hair. <laughs> All right. All right. See, I get the I don't have that. I get the the patch, like the lower back patch of hair. But luckily it's thin enough so like I, I can hit it like with a no guard. And it's like kind of not distinguishable. Charlie, you're laughing. What is your opinion on male body hair? I never really cared much. I mean, obviously, when you keep your genitals groomed, that's just, that's nice. That's, you know. Well, it's courteous, for sure, you know. It's definitely a courtesy. Yeah, too. But, you know, sometimes it happens. It happens when you're not planning on it. And you're like, well, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever, like, hooked up with a dude? And you're like, God damn, this motherfucker's hairy. Uh, yeah. It's like having sex with an Ewok. Not necessarily. It was. <laughs> just had That's a... pretty much what having sex, like, with me is. Because, you know, how short I am. Being hairy. <laughs> And you're so high, you don't actually speak the English language. You're kind of just like, oh my gosh. (sighs) No, I realized this dude had like an insane amount of leg hair, but it was like crazy curly. And just, but it was was blonde. I was like, this is just, I hate this. But like his arms weren't like that. His hair wasn't even curly. And I'm like, this is just weird. So that's like the only thing that I ever. Is that okay? So you have that situation. You say it's weird. What if you like are hooking up with a dude and he gets naked and he is like an otter, just like full shorn. There's not a hair on his body. He's like a slip and slide. Still with hairless dude. What if he doesn't even have like 
head hair. He's like shaved and polished. Oof! I think you gotta have head hair at that point. That, like, like Howie Mandel. Like complete alopecia? No. <laughs> if you, you know, grease him up. That's what I'm thinking. Like, do you grease that dude up at that point and just be like? Oh, What's really weird is like dudes with like really long hair that's straight and like it falls in your face and it's like I feel like I'm with a woman. <laughs> Especially when you got uh, man titties and long hair, it's like. Yeah, that's how my ex was. He took steroids and got off of them real quick and got to gynecomastia. Yeah, I'm on the did steroids in high school train too, so I, I get it. Did you really? Yeah, look. I are there are there pictures of of buff jake somewhere not really buff but like i i'll dig him up i'll dig him up but no dude you're looking good man like i'm sure your tinder's looking hot like shaved jake looks good it's not even tinder at this point it's like there's a whole new confidence with how i've been looking that's like I, i can approach people and talk to them yeah yeah you're talking about going to a concert what concert did you go to i went to sleeping with sirens last night don't know who that is. Charlie, do you know Sleeping with Sirens? God. It sounds emo. It is. It's very emo. So you're, are you out trolling for emo chicks? I mean, that, I, I'm an elder emo myself, so like, if it happens, it happens. See, I'm a, I can't even say like an elder emo because I wasn't back when. But now, dude, like my chemical romance comes on, I'm in it. The same See, way I'm in, but the, but, the, but the same way that I'm in, if fucking Backstreet Back comes on, you know, I'm in the car like Backstreet Back, all right, you know. I, I, I guess I'm a, a nostalgic emo. Kinda like, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Um, the type I I really go for is kind of like the the fishnetty, two color hair. Oh, I get that. We all know I'm DG4L, dude. You're wearing, yeah, fi- no, like, you're wearing fishnets in public. I'm about it. Fishnets in public with like platform boots. And have you seen the, <clears throat> the half head thing, Bill? It's like two different colors of hair. I have. Uh, I'm torn. I've seen people oh, do I've it well, it hard. and I've seen people not do it well. If she if she's cute, not not like a, but if she's cute, um, <laughs> look at emo Lizzo with two colored hair. <laughs> That's all I think. Not like a well, if you got if you got a dumpy on her, then well, if she's got a dumpy. Uh, I might sacrifice myself. Womb fishnets and booty shorts. Yes. Do you know how many times Womb, I see shit on TikTok? I see shit on TikTok about Burning Man. I'm like, I might be a burner. The music sucks, but the scenery is pretty dope. <laughs> oh, I totally want to go to Burning Man. Drugs and hot. See, I'm not even. The, that, that'd be the turnoff. I get there and be like, "Do you want to like do DMT?" I was like, "No." Like, I'm just gonna drink like, I'm just gonna drink my white claw with vodka in it. Like, oh no, oh. it's not even. Do you want to try DMT? It's hit my cart. Oh yeah, no, no thanks. Like, can I just like not and just watch you dance around with pasties over your nipples? You know. I'll just watch you do the dance, honey. Yeah. Maybe we can get a contact high later. You know, I don't know. But yeah, like, so speaking of that, though, like, what are, for you two, like, what are red flags? I would say red flags. For Charlie, it's obviously a red flag as a bullseye, 
but um, you know. If I'm I attracted to you, period. I would say one serious red flag, like all jokes aside, one that I really pay attention to at this point is everyone else around them is the problem and they're never the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I can say that. That was something I was because I was thinking about what my red flags were, but again, you have to remember, like Jake, I'm ten years older than you. So like social media was obviously there when I started like dating and stuff, but any kind of things were out there. But it was definitely like for me, if some girl was constantly and I understand like again I dated and met my wife very young and young women are going to do this I suppose as a stereotype but women that were just very negative about everybody around them I like I knew even back then I was like this is an insecurity thing that I'm not going to deal with you know because then all of a sudden it's like oh I have a female coworker, and now I have to quit my job kind of shit I've dealt yeah, with people no, like, like that um, if you date women like that, they are very insecure, and that's why they try to find and attack everyone. So it really becomes a thing of you're not allowed to have friends, you're not allowed to really talk to anyone or have relationships with anyone other than them. Yeah, which I mean, I had a girlfriend that I thought was dope because she liked all my friends, and then it turned out like she really liked all my friends. Um, a lot. That's something I, and like once again, like with me. Yes, I'm attracted to guys that aren't great. Um, Are you a I can fix them kind of chick? No, because there's usually never anything like that terribly wrong with them. It's just like they're just shitty to me because they don't care for me that much. They're for me, just not that much. Um, And so it doesn't work out. We never should have been together in the first place. But I wanted it. Most thought, you know, that's when I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, I think I was kind of the one pulling the strings there. So it's not all your fault. You know, in the beginning, it was me, and I was, I didn't want it for the right reasons. And then I, you know, in every relationship I've been cheated on, and I've had to find out about it because they, you know, also aren't honest with me, of course, about it. But it's, always been a situation that they want to have their cake and eat it too. They don't want to get rid of me. It's fucking rad. But their relationship is not working. So I've had multiple guys actually ask me, if we break up would we still be friends? And after the first time it happened I'm like, ooh, that's a fucking red flag right there. Uh, Yeah, I know know what that means. Like, I'm not old enough. Or like, I may be old, but I still know what that means. It's like, oh, can I keep in contact with you for when we're both kind of like hard up and horny kind of thing, right? Yeah, no, like me and my exes, like the last real two, we have strict, like self-imposed no contact with each other. Like we're not meant to be around each other. We're bad for each other. Just Uh, not talk. Yeah, like I don't. Well, Charlie, just to make you feel better, Beerworth says he can fix you. <laughs> I don't know what exactly needs fixing, but okay. 
at least there. I'm not the problem. And that's actually what they say, you know, because I'll, I'll, sometimes I'll have to talk to them and I'm like, what the fuck? Or at least the last one. He was like, you don't need to change. And I'm like, I'm going to believe you. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to change, Charlie. It's just because it's not right. In there. Charlie, you're awesome. Right? I've known you long enough. You're awesome. You don't need to change. Um, but yeah, no, it's just. Maybe you have more filters in your dating life. Have you have you thought about trying women? Yes. And I've had this dream. And I know exactly what would happen. And it's I would receive but not reciprocate. <laughs> oh, you're the non you're on the bad side of the non reciprocating oral sex. Uh, well, you know, uh, I'd be able to let them go down on me and like let me get mine. And I literally had this dream and then I was like, I don't wanna fucking touch you, I don't like that. Oh, oh, so, oh, so you would you would be the bad part of that. I get that because my wife has brought that up before. She's like, yeah, we had three. So I'm like, well, for one, she's half Brazilian, so she's insanely jealous. So the threesome wouldn't actually be a threesome. It would be like her having some like hot chick go down on her, like while I might maybe watch. I don't know. It was like when it came time to go the other way. She's like, I don't know, gross. I was like, no. Yeah. So you're just. You're just into, like, the thought of Margot Robbie going down on you. Not necessarily her, but... Uh, well, not necessarily, but are, are you going to stop Margot Robbie from doing that? I mean, I guess not, but it's, you know, not realistic, so I'm not going to think about it. Hey, uh, put it out in the universe, okay? Put it on your dream board. I mean, I, I have been approached by good-looking women, and I'm like, oh, man... And, I, and, and like couples, good-looking couples. And I'm like, no. The couple thing's weird. The couple <laughs> thing is weird. Um, we, me and my wife have run into that before. And it's, uh, it's awkward. It is definitely awkward. Because for one, like, I don't even know how you work up the nerve to ask another couple for that kind of thing. It's like, hey, uh, you want you want to fuck my wife while I fuck yours? Uh, that was kind of, uh, without you know, so eloquently put, like that was kind of how it was thrown out there. Oh shit! With this uh much older couple at a bar in Key West one time, and uh, I was just trying to be nice and talking to these people, and I will say for like. Couples in their, and at this point, this was probably, I didn't even have kids then, so eight or nine years ago. So I I might have been 30, you know, so they're probably like in their early 60s or something, you know? But wait, wait, wait. You're talking about us with our red flags, but you didn't see an overly friendly older couple in Florida being a red flag? Well, I'm not trying to date them, right? Like. I get why. I get why Ew, they're Florida. coming. I get why they're coming after me. I don't know. I was naive. I was young. I was naive. I didn't. You're know young people, and naive. I didn't know people in Key West were swingers. Yeah, back in that time, it wasn't something that was really known. Like now, it is. But back then. Oh, I learned it really fucking fast. That was like the first night we were there, and I realized like it kind of opened my eyes, and I realized like, oh, all these old people here are just fucking each other. 
which good for them. I'm not like I'm not judging them for it, you know. But like, yeah. Um, so like I'm like 30 and my wife's like 28. I don't think we're gonna like. For one, like we're not gonna swing because I'm not really into that, and I can damn sure guarantee she's not into that. Uh, but also, like we wouldn't do it with uh, sectogenarians, you know. Like, I, like, I appreciate the confidence, but it's kind of offensive that you would even ask. You know, un- unless it's, like, fucking Kevin Costner and uh, Meg Ryan or something, you know? Like, no. No, it's Ken and Deb. Yeah, no thanks. From Utica, down here for our week in Key West. It looks like fucking red leather. I mean, I will say, I applaud them for their boldness in asking, and I'm flattered. But, no. Sorry, Ken. <laughs> Deb. Deb. Deb, you, not so much. Yeah, nah. But, anyways, yeah, I don't know, like, I don't know what my, my red flags have always just been, like, people that are negative. Um, because, obviously... As we've said, I've probably said four times on this episode already, I'm DG4L, Dirty Girls for Life. But I'm also very into dirty but loyal. Like, I'm not talking about, like, some just ratchet skank, you know? But, like, girls that are just down. But also, like, publicly, a little ratchet. Cardi B, into. Totally into Cardi B. We watched... um, I mean, we're watching that movie from a couple of years ago where it's like uh, Lauren Mann, or uh, what's her name? Oh, fuck. What? Judd Apatow's wife and the dude from yeah. Game of Thrones. Like, they're married, but she finds out he's cheating on her with Cameron Diaz. And then her and Cameron Diaz find out that he's cheating Cameron on both Warren. of them with Brooklyn, not Brooklyn Decker, Kate Upton. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. You know, and but uh, Nicki Minaj is in that, and I was like, "All right." When she's not like rapping, she's kind of hot. Oh yeah, no, Nicki Minaj is like. Mm, okay. She must be the Anaconda video. Now maybe I'm just into black women. I don't know. Um, oh, the Anaconda video. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time watching that. I gave out an audible. Oh. That or have you ever seen the Motherload video from Mastodon? I'm about to. Is Nicki Minaj in that? Uh, she's not, but there's a lot of women with Nicki Minaj side of asses twerking. Oh, I mean, I've seen plenty of that. Um, but no, I'm I'm into like, I like them dirty, you know. But if if you're negative, like fuck that noise. Like life's too short. Don't be negative. If you're around people that you feel like you have to have that attitude all the time, then fucking leave. It's part of the reason why I live in Iowa. Like, my wife's friends group were not the greatest people on earth. Like, and my mother-in-law moved out here. And before we got married, my wife realized, like, the people I'm hanging out with, like, you become who you hang out with. Or you can. I Yeah, like, there's exceptions to that. But as a whole, you can become who you hang out with. And she's like, if I stay here, I'm going to be just like a drug-addicted, broke loser like the rest of my friends. 
just doing ratchet shit all the time. Like, I need to get out of here. I'm going to go work for my mom for a couple months before we get married. And that brought me out here. So, again, dirty girls changing my life. But, but yeah, that's my red flag. I just don't like, I don't know. Like, life's too short to be that negative, you know? If you're I in a situation. like line right away, too. Do what? The one I said earlier about the overly negative, I agree with you on that one. That and, like, lying right away about something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've definitely run into people. Again, like, this is not even about dating. I've run into people. It's like, oh, you're really cool. Like, are like coworkers and shit that like, oh, let's go grab a beer. And as they're talking, it's like everything out of your mouth is such obvious bullshit. Like, never mind. Like, dude, you're a dork. Just be a dork. I'd rather hang out with you as a dork than this dude trying to like act like some fucking alpha, you know? So for me, it's very small, subtle. Okay, so like I said, Ooh. I cheated on in every single relationship. I know what the fuck people start doing when they start acting shady and they want to hide shit. So for me, something that I notice is if they always set their phone face down on the table. Always. Oh, really? See? I disagree with you on this one See, because I, I do. One of I will those guys say, that does that. I do that just because I don't want my phone to be a distraction. Yeah, that's why I do it. So it's not like my focus is on you and only you. That's why I do it. And that's I'm and like I understand what you're saying. Don't get so fucking defensive. I'm not talking about y'all. <laughs> uh, no, it it's like when it's all the fucking time, they don't ever even let you glance at the phone. No matter what. Oh, yeah, they're doing that thing where they're like. Well, not that obvious, but it's like real quick and the phone's always down. It's, you just, you just know they don't want me to fucking see their screen. Uh, I mean, and I can see that. So, one thing that um, I've had my, my last ex did and then a guy did uh, the same thing. And I'm like, that's fucking weird. Um, that they're doing the same thing of in the very beginning of being very open with their phone and being like, yeah, see, like I'm showing it to you. And then like, like, Oh yeah, it's so-and-so talking to me. And I'm like, why are you uh, hmm. trying to make it seem? They're overcorrecting because they've cheated <laughs> in the past kind of stuff. Yeah. Could be. It's kind of like, huh, why are you telling me it's so-and-so from your work? Texting me. Yeah. yeah. Bitch from work sending me dick pics. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, just stuff like that. I'm like, mm. What would you rather them do with their phone? Not be fucking shady and they're suspicious. <laughs> like, leave it in their pocket? I don't know. It's, it's just more, I guess it's more of, like, the vibe that you're just getting from them. And... Hmm. There's just like a closed off feeling. So it's one of those things too. So if if you were say like on a date with someone and they go and you guys sit at the table, they put their phone down because they like pulled their phone down out of their pocket just to get it out of the way, put it upside down on like the in the like corner of the table or something, like far away, like on the right or left side, non-dominant hand, whatever. 
and they just completely focus on you, would you still consider that a red flag? Not in the fucking beginning, man. Like I said, like it's a, it has to be like for fucking days, weeks, uh-huh. not just a fucking moment. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh-huh. I thought this was like a instantaneous kind of like red flag of like something you look out for right away. No, I mean, no, but there, there's, I mean, let's be fucking honest here. Anyone can act for 30 minutes to an hour. So it's, you know, actions speak louder than words. You have to fucking. You know, oh, no. I mean, the longest I've been able to act like I was into it, it was like 15 minutes. Because, like, I don't know. I've been told that now. doing this, what we do, podcasting right now, is a red flag. Oh, why? Because, like, you can put I mean, on a... I have friends who say, list, like, I have, I have had friends, girlfriends, literally ask, is it a red flag if somebody listens to Joe Rogan? And I'm like, you're a fucking red flag for saying that, you idiot. Fuck you. That's re- the most fucking ridiculous thing I've ever heard. No, like, like, I don't know. Like, I get, like, I guess maybe, like, Jake guys like you, like, doing, like, I have a podcast. Like, if that's what you lead with, like, I can see that being, like, a fuck boy statement kind of thing you know oh no it's one of those things where you like talk to them for a little bit and they're like so like what do you do hobby wise like oh i like filming stuff and i like doing podcasts and listening to them yeah oh do you have a podcast yeah and then they go listen to us and they're like oh you're a douchebag (laughs) (laughs) really i don't know that's kind of what you have to say like it's a bit of a character you moron <laughs> like i changed my instagram bio it might be a bit yeah it's not i don't know like this definitely is not a bit for me but i i definitely don't go walking around my house speaking to my wife the way i speak on this podcast which is one reason why i enjoy speaking exactly. on this podcast because i get to do this right like i get to exactly. I, I i get to let this dirt bag part of me out for an yeah. hour a week you know so yeah, no, like, it's not a bit. It's just like it's uh, an an avenue to let you go, right? Like, so yeah, that's people that say it's that. Like doing comedy, like being on stage, doing stand up, the same thing, right? So, but yeah, it's a uh, it's been an hour and a half now, and uh, I don't have anything left to drink, and that's a big red flag for me. That my wife hasn't noticed this and brought me a drink down. <sighs> I'm gonna have to have a firm talking to about this later. I'm just kidding. She's probably asleep. She's probably asleep. To which I'm gonna go like try to like get frisky with her, you know. And then she's gonna you know give me the cold shoulder. She's gonna give me the cold shoulder, and I'm gonna black out to Harry Potter. So. I'm just kidding. That's not what. Don't be afraid of relationships. They're awesome. We were talking about relationships. I mean, healthy ones. Healthy ones. Healthy (laughs) ones. But also, like, we okay. We can keep going about this. Like, obviously, like, you you guys have been in relationships and know what's healthy or what's not. Because if they weren't healthy, you wouldn't be into them. But at the same time, if they were healthy, we'd still probably be in them. Right. At the same time, like. I I do feel like cuz I I have a a family member loose family member that's like 25. She's with this guy 
I've spent time with him plenty of times alone. He's a great guy. But they're like, I think they're so young that they expect like healthy relationships to just be like easy, right? Like, like it should just be, it should just be smooth sailing, like trauma, like drama free all the I time. I will admit, I, I have been guilty of that in a previous, in my like last most previous serious relationship. Um, the one that ended before I started podcasting, I, I thought everything was perfect, but I never communicated to make sure things were perfect. So yeah, I mean that's the biggest thing, right? Communication, and I know like people are like well, that's not like part of it is like if you have a problem, talk about it. And I know it's very. I have a friend that you know was going through some shit, and I told him very upfront, like, dude, like I know it sucks, like it sucks and it's scary, but you like you have to like kind of get your thoughts together and talk, like have these kind of like rough conversations with the person you're spending your life with or maybe or for in your guys case like potentially maybe getting there and even like how to build on what you're saying too i feel like if you can't have that conversation with someone you probably shouldn't be with them yeah it is but uh, like i will say this i mean there is a and it's it's still like i struggle with it most people struggle with it you have an ego when like especially when things escalate to a fight and that's what I was getting to, like, with this person I know who's young and in this relationship. They're, like, they get in these fights, and and they're, it's merit. Like, what they're fighting about is merited, right? But they immediately forget that the point of starting an argument is to have a resolution, and then they just both want to be right. And that's when you start attacking each other. Yeah, then you go after it like, oh, shit, maybe I'm not right. Well, let me just tear you down. And then it turns into like, well, you're tearing me down. Let me tear you down. And I'm guilty. of. I'm still like fucking 15 years into this. Like, we've gotten better about it. You have to learn to fight. That's one thing. Um, And I think that also comes with, it took me a long time. It took us a long time. Like, it, you know, we would have fights like I was talking about at the beginning of this is like, Divorce was a word we would throw around very loosely in our early on in our marriage, and now it's like we don't even mention it because, like, like if it got to that point, like we just learned to fight and learned that there's a reason. Like we know, even though how mad we get, there's a reason why we're fighting right now, right? And that we need to find a resolution and not just be right. right. Which I mean, to be honest, I'm typically right. Just to throw that out there, but um, that was a joke. Okay, but you know, uh, like what Earsworth just said: stop saying words that hurt and start saying words that help. Yes, that's a Chris Beerworth yeah. of all people in the live chat to come out with a, you know, a sentence that works. Um, I need to screenshot that. Like, and then his next sentence can be like, "Can we see Charlie's tits?" Um, <laughs> It's cheaper to keep her. Yeah, that is true. Yep. And I think that is one thing, too. Like, we can get into the ins and outs of that on another thing about how when it does not, when a relationship is not working, why men just typically just deal with it and be unhappy, you know? But that's a different show for a different time. Or actually, it's not even a show. People can figure that one out for themselves. 
but uh but yeah no it was a good conversation and uh yeah just if you're out there and in a relationship and i'm by no means an expert on relationships it's not like mine is perfect and i don't think any relationship is perfect if it is then you're in a cult and uh but no like my one big thing I tell a lot of people that ask us, because, you know, like I said, we got married. We met when I was 19. We got married when I was 25. And she's a year younger than me, year and a half younger than me. We just made it work because we just had to learn. We we both kind of realized we at least love each other enough to fight for it one more day. And you just take it a day at a time. And you learn uh, through that, you just learn to communicate and learning to fight's a big one. Like I know so many people that have like just gone to a divorce lawyer the next day after some big ass fight and it's over something that's like, dude, this is very easily fixed. Like what is the fight actually about? Like, okay, she's spending too much money and you're working too much. The fight's actually about like, okay, maybe you need to talk, like come to an agreement about your finances and you need to come to, a better work-life balance. Like, this is not something you end a marriage over. But there are also plenty of people, like I said, beginning of the show, like, Chris Beerworth, I can fix you. You don't fix me, I fix you. Um, you didn't say you can fix my furniture around, and I appreciate that. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, that's a keeper. If he's moving your furniture around. Right? That's what I'm talking about. And he's kind of a hairy, bearish dude, you know? He probably like he probably also like kind of like he talks big game, but I feel like Chris Beerworth is like a sweet talker in bed, you know, a lot of eye contact. I bet you he's like into tantric sex. Is looking for eye contact. Yeah, lot, yeah, a lot of eye contact. There's probably like some Nag Champa incense in the corner. Nag Champa temple. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways. I'm drunk. I got to get off of here. So, anyways, you already know what it is. Go out to iTunes, rate and review, like and subscribe on YouTube, go to Spotify, and leave a five-star. I just got all the IT worked out for our next project, so keep an eye out for that. There'll be more on that one coming in. We want to record it. It's going to be a pre-recorded thing. We want to get a couple episodes recorded before we let that out. Because I want to edit in some really fun, cool stuff for that. So, anyways, this has been the Nooner Nation. Thank you for watching. If you're listening, thank you for listening. Everybody in the live chat, especially the sweet, sultry, emotional Chris Beerworth. Mm. Again, eye contract beer. I, like, we got to come up with some sort of like super emotional name for Chris Beerworth. Leave it in the leave it in the comments. So anyways, the Nooner Nation.